Good morning. It is Tuesday, November 16th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Today, a new episode of Imperfect Family has been released. Go on to our other podcast called Ear... Oh, not Irresistible Grace, though that is our other podcast, (laughs) Imperfect Family, and listen to the new episode. In it, my wife and I, uh, we spend some time just talking about parenting and family and uh, marriage and different issues like that. And in our newest episode, we talk a little bit about uh, how we interpret passages in Mark that talk about children coming to Jesus, specifically in the context of ministry and church events and things like that. How do we interpret the passage when Jesus says, let the little children come to me? And so if you're interested in that, check out our other podcast, Imperfect Family. And with that being said, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. Let's pray together. God in heaven, today's one of those days where we hit a passage where we have to slow down and look at just one verse. After not doing that in a long, long time, God, we have to be very mindful of what we're doing, of what the words are saying to us, of what you're trying to tell us through this passage. God, help us to see Jesus in a way that only your spirit can reveal to us through the word. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Well, honestly, friends, it has been a long time since we have just looked at one verse. Outside of sometimes we just do the first verse at the beginning of a book, because a lot of times in these minor prophet books, those first verses give us an idea of what's going on. But it's been a long time that in the middle of a book, we've stopped to look at just one verse. And today's verse is so significant. Because remember where we are in the book of Zechariah. These last several chapters here, chapters 9 through 14, are all images looking forward to who the messianic king is going to be, what he's going to do, what will his kingdom look like. In this first oracle that takes place between chapters 9, 10, and 11, our verse today is kind of the crowning verse, at least for us who have seen Jesus come back, to see him come riding on the donkey, just like it's told in this prophecy written hundreds of years before he ever came. Let me read our verse again for us, since really it is only just one verse. It says this, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. Usually, the way we do our devotions is we read our passage, then we observe the passage, try to interpret some things, what's going on here, and then we try to spend the last part maybe just giving one application, something for us to think about throughout the day. And I want to break that pattern today because this passage is so loaded with observation that part of the application is we just have to notice the things that it's saying in this prophecy about the coming king. It commands God's people to do three things. First, rejoice greatly. Can you imagine the way 
that people would have responded when the king has finally come. After being oppressed, after seeing their enemies rise up against them and win over and over again, finally this messianic king has come. Their response? Rejoice greatly that he has come. The second way that Zechariah tells us to respond is to shout aloud. Sometimes I, I come from a church background that is pretty reserved. There's not a whole lot of hand raising during singing, and we definitely aren't very charismatic. No one would describe us as such. And yet, verses like this I mean, they tell you to shout aloud because the king has come. My friends, I, I don't think this is just a shout aloud in our hearts that the king has come. I think it means shout with our voices, with our hands, with our bodies, that the king, the messianic king, has come. And finally it says, behold. Zechariah wants us with our eyes to stand and stare with our mouths wide open in wonder at this messianic king who comes. And how does he come? Well, Zechariah describes it. He comes with righteousness, having salvation, and humble, mounted on a donkey. It's amazing when you think about these people who are looking forward to the king, the imagery already that would break the norm. Could you imagine that the coming king, who is told to put down the enemies that have oppressed you for so long, would come humble or mounted on a donkey? It's pushing the Israelites to think, hmm, something might be different about this king. He comes with righteousness, and he comes having salvation. One commentator says that there are certain uh, translations of scripture that when translated from the Hebrew to the English simply translates the, translate this as, he comes to save. But the way the verb forms are put together, this translation that is here in this Bible says, having salvation is a little bit more accurate. It kind of means this idea that this coming king is endowed with salvation, meaning it is in him, through him, that salvation can be found. He doesn't simply come to save. He is the one who is the saving. He's endowed with the salvation. In our passage, the people of God are described as the daughter of Zion, the daughter of Jerusalem. Jesus has come. He's come into Jerusalem. We are his children who sit within his kingdom now, beholding the king who rides on a donkey. There was this book that I had read uh, in class. I think it was written by the friend of one of my professors. The book is called Killing the Messiah by a man named Adam Wynn. Uh, honestly, I don't recommend it. It's not a very good book. And I, I hope if anybody knows Adam Wynn, you word doesn't get around that I didn't like his book. It was poorly edited. There were actually spelling mistakes in the book. Some of the sentences you wouldn't believe are actually found in a book like this. But there is a scene in the book. Basically, the book is a fictional account of the um, crucifixion of Jesus. So there's created characters and there's trouble brewing and all of it culminates in the crucifixion of Jesus. Um, but there is one scene that really grips you in the book. And it's the scene of the triumphal entry. I remember reading it and thinking this is the redeeming part of the book because the author paints this picture so well of what the people might have felt 
believing that this was the Messiah coming into Jerusalem. My friends, as we go today, our application is simply this, that we read this verse and we notice what it has to say. God's people are to respond, rejoice greatly, shout aloud, behold the king who is coming to you. This king is righteous. He's endowed, having salvation, and he comes humble, mounted on a donkey. These images of the Messiah are fulfilled surely in Jesus Christ. Both Matthew and John quote this verse in their gospel account of our Lord Jesus. Let's grow in adoration for our King today. Let me close us in prayer. God, as we go on this Tuesday, we're so familiar with the idea of you as our King. We're familiar with the idea of you as the Messiah. But help us through the words of Zechariah see this afresh and anew today. Help us to see how passages like this one created an anticipation for your people. They would read passages like this and just wait and long for this King to come. And God, you did come. Yes, after much waiting. Yes, after letting this prophecy sit and have people wonder about it. You did fulfill it. You did come. And here we are, 2,000 years later, looking back, still celebrating, still feeling the anticipation of your coming. God, as we go today, help us to feel the celebration. Help us to behold. Help us to rejoice greatly. Help us to shout aloud that the Messiah has come in the people we meet, in the hearts that are revealed to us through conversations and Facebook messages and phone calls. Help us to shout aloud the name of Jesus to those who desperately need to hear it. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.